And welcome to Piss Magazine, everybody. It's Tanner Haight. Welcome back. It's Seth. Man, um, we just watched <laughs> like a really great movie with like a few bummer notes in it. Yeah. Uh, like so we watched Seven Psychopaths with uh, Sam Rockwell, Chris, Christopher Walken, uh, Colin Farrell. A fucking awesome movie, dude. I don't know how this one slipped by and why no one talks about it. It's weird. I don't think it probably did well. I could double check that, but like. For a movie that's that smart, yeah, that meta and that funny. I mean, it feels like maybe like if it, I don't know why I could see that movie shot in 1996. Totally. I mean, just because it, yeah. it the the structure of it and the pacing of it is like so Coen Brothers esque, yeah, that it's kind of hard not to get. I don't know. It just I felt like I was watching a kind of movie I'd never seen before, despite all of the really clear writing and structural influences visually. It's kind of its own movie. I mean, there's a few allusions to to other things, but like I was like, man, this looks like it's uh, like they took the, an engine from one car and put it into like a concept car body. Yeah, <laughs> it has. It, it's because it's it's being like three different movies at once is the best way to explain it. It's like a movie that's within a movie that's also like being an action thriller and that's also being like a romantic movie <laughs> it's kind of a blend of everything so like the visual style of it's very interesting i gotta i wonder what it's shot on but what do you think the budget was do, okay my my guess would be 55 million oh sorry wait, 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 i can't see the budget i don't I didn't know Sorry, sorry, dude. I didn't. I thought I was looking at the budget. Oh, sorry. Fifteen million. That makes a lot more sense. That yeah, makes. That was my initial. Shot in L.A. Okay. And then they what? Just I guess everybody just worked for a flat rate. The oh. actors. I mean, I I guess huge actors. They're they're huge fucking actors, and for a director that's done what ten things, six things, probably seven. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this was like his third movie. What did he do before this that would get him that sort of cachet? Because it is like... Well, In Bruges is the big one, but that was like 2008. Oh, that yeah. That was 2012, so it was a four-year gap. That's literally like the time it takes for your career to die in yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, were you a great director four years ago? Who gives a shit? <laughs> I guess because like In Bruges is 2008, Seven Psychopaths 2012, and then... Three Billboards, 2017. Dude, um, when Three Billboards came out, I, I love it when a movie gets like women excited. Yeah. Like every woman, I was living in Seattle at the time, every woman I spoke to was like, let's talk about Three Billboards and Lady Bird. Three Billboards and Lady Bird. And I tried to watch Lady Bird. Such a fucking bummer movie, dude. I'm like, do women like happy movies or just sad movies with a happy part in it? Possibly. I think it's like, as Lady Bird is like kind of a, let's see, I haven't seen it since I was with my ex. <laughs> I don't know. I remember thinking it was just like a slice of life. Yeah. Or more of a realistic slice of life movie. I know, it's just so dark. Like Here's here's what I hate seeing. Beautiful people being bummed out. That Taxi Driver works for me because at that point in his life, Robert De Niro, 6 out of 10. Firm 6 out of 10. Yeah. And but uh, if you get any prettier than that, I just I want to help you. I want to I want to fix you, baby. I want to save you. <laughs> I think like I was gonna say because I guess like again Manchester by the Sea. 
Yeah, it's like your favorite fucking movie, it's, isn't it? It's so good, dude. It, it's a comedy. I'm it's, telling you, it's a comedy. <laughs> so I can tell you right now, no one that watches Piss Magazine has seen Manchester by the Sea. I don't think anybody's seen Manchester by yeah. the Sea. <laughs> like the Acad- people were making jokes that the Academy didn't even watch it. Which is weird because he won Best Actor. Yeah. yeah, and it's like pro- it's probably a great fucking movie. But like, can you can you do your little spiel about it? Have you done it on piss before? I think I have. I don't know. Um, quick, but like, I think it's like the most realistic depiction of life that's entertaining. Because movies that like try to be too realistic kind of have a detachment of like. Well, I don't. I'm not enjoying watching this. Yeah, you're just kind of watching someone be sad most yeah. for most of those movies. But this movie, what kind of the genius of it is that it's showing life, but doesn't have. It doesn't take that moment to show you like where the music swells during the funeral scene, and the, like it has certain shots, and someone gives a speech. Oh, it doesn't just, do that. It's almost like a documentary yeah. narrative kind of thing. And so, but it. The thing is, is like documentary approach. <laughs> It has this fun where it's just like it's real life and how like life works and that like in these somber moments where it's like I've always it's like the most depressing thing happened to you and you turn on the radio and a pop song plays because the you know the the world world doesn't (laughs) revolve around you. So that's like this movie where it's like oh something like he's remembering something really shitty happens but then him and his fucking nephew are lost and they don't know where to park the car and his nephew's fucking bugging him like where the fuck's the car you moron and it's just funny <laughs> and it's just like oh man this guy's life's tragic but like you know life goes on i think yeah. it's a very impactful film for that dude i i had a rough couple of weeks so like i'm waiting to not be so fucking fragile so I can start watching bummer shit again. Because it's like some of my favorite stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like kind of kind of like downbeat. But uh, I'm like, I really don't want to fucking cry right now, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're so fucking... Like, I don't know. What's your, what's your like favorite total bummer fucking movie? Like, no upside. No, it's totally bleak. Because I feel it. I feel like it's kind of hard because... It's weird, but Good Time is kind of that movie because it's like it is bummer after bummer. It's bummer after bummer, and there's no like. I guess the ending is peace that he's just finally got caught. Like that yeah. ending shot. That's the happy moment is that he got caught, and then his brother's in an institution. It is a. It, it's the inverse, right, of the title, Good Time. Yeah. Yeah. It's which is, honestly, man, like there's some movies that just have bad shit titles. Good time is fine because what are you gonna name that movie? Tard brother and the vampire. Like yeah. it's not. There's no good title for it. It's like definitely cannot let my girlfriend watch this episode. <laughs> Her favorite movie is Remember Me. Okay. The nine eleven yeah. romantic comedy, <laughs> <laughs> which is an accidental nine eleven movie, and it's she be- loves that movie. And I'm like, that ending is trash. Is it's, it not? It's been long enough. You should tell the audience what the ending is. So Remember Me is like this story about Robert Pattinson and this girl. And it's like kind of a will they, won't they? And then they fall in love. And it's like all the ups and down roller coasters. Her dad doesn't like him, all this stuff. And then it ends. Start with or the no. classroom. Start in the classroom. Oh, fuck. You go. Okay. So this this whole romantic story has played out to a happy ending like and it's it's the movie is over it should have stopped 
And then it cuts to a random classroom. And the teacher's writing on the board, September 11th, 2001. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what is, huh? Because you never really pick up when the movie takes place. Like, no one's on a cell phone. No one's on a computer. <laughs> and then it cuts to Robert Pattinson visiting his dad at work. Oh, no. Where does he work? <laughs> the fucking, like, 83rd floor of the World Trade <laughs> Center. watching the fucking plane coming in. It at, like, eye level. Black, right? It just fades to black. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. And with the, no, but it has a plane sound in the background while fades to black and you're like what the fuck that's so gay yeah <laughs> it's just such a rug pull and it's like um it's I, cheap because it's like oh 9-11's bad so you should feel sad now yeah it's like imagine if there was like this like romantic comedy about like this couple that meets at like a rubber tire factory and they they fall in love and they go swimming together and they they spend time together um, but it's it's a shitty little ghetto they live in, and then it zooms out at the end, and it's like Auschwitz. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. it's fucking. It's just like out it's of like, nowhere. It's like a two Russian couple, right? Yeah. And they're living in the was it eighties, and they're just trying. They're struggling, and it's like an art house film where they're like trying to kindle their love again, right? And it's like he has to go to work, but he works at a <laughs> facility. <laughs> and oh no, it's Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like the last line the wife says good luck at the nuclear power plant Chernobyl today have fun at Chernobyl like uh, <laughs> dude. See, isn't it weird like how we're, we just accept some movies where it's like they just talk English but with their accent still I think it's so funny that That's we just let like that the fly death of Stalin rules dude yeah because everyone's <laughs> just talking and yeah, it doesn't matter they just had the actors talk with their regular voices here's the weirder thing to me Movies and like the made in like the fifties. Like I've been watching a lot of Hammer movies and shit. Like they all talk like with this foppish sort of accent, and and it's very animated. Um, and everyone in old movies does that. And I'm like, none of you were around in the 1880s. How do you know what they talked like? Yeah. Like who decided that like everyone's gonna talk like Teddy Roosevelt? But also, everybody. But like, did you know that there's so there's a video I saw years ago. Um, it's bloopers from movies from that era. Oh. And so they're like, okay, Charlie, we're going to go down. And fuck. Fuck. All right. Retake. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, they don't actually talk like that. It's just, it's a performance thing. Maybe that was just like, everyone has to talk like this in movies. It uh, There's probably some article about it. <laughs> well, hi, that article is on Piss Magazine right now. <laughs> um, It's uh called a transatlantic accent. You probably knew that. And it's fucking just it it creates this idea of being bicoastal like okay so you're you're uh, but in the oceanic sense so like you're I, I spend as much time in new york as i do in england so i just sort of talk like nobody and it's interesting it, it, i guess for some reason it made movies maybe sound more sophisticated i i wonder but they all i mean like there's some exceptions right throughout everything but it's like the original the thing sucks. It's just like flat and it's just like a stage play. Yeah. And they like go into one room and then they leave exit like the one room like all there's a lot of shitty 50s movies. Dude, so like I kind of want to look at like you know what Kaye du Cinema is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like I want to of course you do. But um I want to look at old articles and shit like see what movies <laughs> yeah. they were watching cuz they would watch like John Ford movies. Mm. And John Ford's like a workman. He just like 
makes movies. There's no art to it, really. I mean, there's craft, but there's no, like... He's not, like, constantly trying to reinvent the wheel or anything. Yeah. What's it... I feel like an old movie I need to rewatch. I watched it as a kid, because, like, my grandfather's like, you need to know what real movies are. <laughs> and he's like, he showed me, like, The Day the Earth Sits Still. Oh! And I remember pretending to like it. Or I liked it. I can't remember just to please my grandfather, but... I wonder if that has to stick out in other movies during the decade, right? Like, yeah, because otherwise... 39? Well, because think about it, man. It's like, how... 39, really? I could be wrong. No, I mean, Wizard of Oz was full color in 39, so I wouldn't be shocked, but it's... uh, it well, 51, mo- I'm fucking way off. I must be thinking of something else also. Every 50 sci-fi movie is like a guy standing and talking to somebody in a room. It's like Marvel movies now. Yeah, that's why I'm afraid the day the earth still is. But that like that had such a cultural impact on everything. Dude. But well yeah, but think about the uh the social commentary they baked into it. Yeah. Like it was a really big piece about not being xenophobic. Yeah, because, like, what, what's that line? It's, like, in the beginning, it's, like, I'm a Democrat. Like, the guy's, like, reading mm-hmm. a newspaper. It's, like, all... Yeah, that makes sense. Dude, there's... I gotta rewatch that. <laughs> oh, you know what we should actually just watch is the Keanu Reeves version from 08. I heard that... I I remember watching that from Redbox with my family, and it sucked as a kid. So I'm, like, I, I can't even imagine how bad it is now. I've I've been thinking about that movie off and on because I know I th- I think it focuses on the interrogation a lot, and I wonder what that. Oh, I gotta know who directed it once. I I'm always I'm always trying to think of like the cheapest way to shoot a movie, and I don't think you could beat Phone Booth with Colin Farrell. Phone Booth kind of rules though. Phone Booth is a great movie. It's, well, it's also 88 minutes. Oh really? That's with the credits. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it, right under ninety. It's it's basically a fucking outer limits episode then, isn't yeah. it? Well, okay, that's kind of nice. All right. So the director of the two thousand eight is Scott Derrickson. I don't know who what that did is. He do. He did the. Oh, he did the fucking black phone. Really? Recently, yeah, and he did uh, the first Doctor Strange movie. Dude, what? And Sinister. What the fuck? Who's this sleeper hit? Who's this guy? Maybe I need to rewatch that 08 version. Yeah, I mean... Probably, most likely, it's review-bombed, no matter what, from, like, boomers who are like, the original's the best. It's it's the best, you know, and we used to be able to beat our kids and rape them. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> fuck have the government getting involved. <laughs> Dude, I think film guys, I at least the, the ones I know, like the Xers, yeah. um, they are like, you know what, 50s movies, some are really great, but 99% of them suck, and it's men in white lab coats talking to each other. And it's like, that's not fun for anybody. I was listening to fucking, this is this is what I was doing for fun a few days ago. We went out to like a UFO hotspot, and we listened to like old radio plays and shit. That rules. And it was weird, because they had a, they were trying to be like really socially progressive in this 1940s radio play. So so like a, a female police sergeant comes up, and is like, hi. I'm I'm Sergeant Damesville, and the guy's like, I've never seen a lady police before, and she's like, I'm good at my job, and you're like, oh, word, this has been a slow march. <laughs> this came out in like '43, and it's like, oh, and it was also heavily about like animals' rights. It was about like a woman who killed people uh, if they hunted or did dog fights. There's this one guy; he's being interviewed uh, by the police, and and he's like, yeah, no, old man Abernathy. Yeah, he ran dog fights. I never liked that much. I mean, I go to cock fights plenty. 
because those are just chickens. We eat those. <laughs> and it's absolutely the most confusing message I've ever gotten. That's so weird. It's kind of, okay, so like we, we, I pointed out while we were watching Seven Psychopaths, it's like they keep saying fag and things are gay throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and it, when did it come out? Like 09? No, 2012. So it's like Obama's second term. It's just that era where it's like, Okay, if we point out that gays don't like being called fags, we can we, we, can, we can say, say it. it. <laughs> it's I think really it's just like I guess I'm finally on board with America being less shitty. It took me a while to get there, but I guess I'm here for it. Um, yeah. It's really like when Trump happened, it was just kind of like okay, let's just get rid of all of this stuff yeah. that reminds us. I don't know. It's kind of like throwing out uh, shit your ex girlfriend gave you. And, you know, again, it's like getting the stuff that we were probably into where it's just like, what were we watching? You know, Joe Rogan, especially in 2000, what? 16? 15, 16. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of of Joe Rogan. um, I guess I was, I still, I might've been listening to Sam Harris's podcast still. I, you know what, man? I, I love kind of bouncing between the skeptic sphere and the, and the like people that believe giants are real sphere. Like, it's like whatever sort of entertainment I need. If I need to feel like the world is normal and makes sense, I'll watch some Sam Harris or something. Yeah. Um, or uh, Telltale Atheist, he's really good. Um, and then immediately, like the second I feel like jazzed on life, I'm like, let's go watch some Mind Unveiled and get weird. Let's get weird. Let's have fun. Let's have conspiracy theories fucking fun again. Yeah, dude, dude all the fun has been taken out. When The second we got a real one with Epstein, it's like all the fun got sucked out. Oh, it's... It's like, oh, that's, damn. It it ruined, it ruined my fanfic. Yeah. And then it's like now my dad's texting me that I need to put my phone in aluminum foil and put it in the microwave. Right. Just to protect it from the, what was it, the FEMA? Yeah, the FEMA 5G zombie signal. <laughs> that was so, like, dude, I'm, it could have been us, man. It could have been us. Are we going to turn out like that? I'm so scared to turn out like that. No, I'm just... I'm like, just, my dad didn't, never used to be like that. It's media diet, dude. It's like, I changed <laughs> yeah. my media diet, changed my whole outlook on the world. 100%. I know, I don't like watch, like, political shit anymore, really. Um, Can't stand it. In fact, can we just state categorically, we're not going to talk about a war anywhere. Any wars. Any of them, anytime. Fuck that shit. This Unless is a it's con- like a war with a studio. Yeah. Studi- I think or, lag's over. Strikes yeah, are over. Yeah, yeah. 170 some fucking days. Yeah. We're not going to get good TV at the end of this year, but whatever. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Or next year, I guess. <laughs> Dude, it's it's going to be strange because maybe this will be a good time for adjustment for them. Because Would I th- you take good writing over with lower budgets? Yeah. I would. Yeah, totally. 100%. Like, that's the thing is, like, a lot of that shit is bloated anyways. But here's the thing. Once you make a show look better, you can't go back. Because there's some shows, dude, where it's like... New Girl season one looks like shit compared to season three. Yeah, man. Holy shit. Or, like, when you're watching, like, Family Guy, and you know the funnier stuff is in, like, season one through three, but it looks like it was, I don't know, hand-drawn on a table. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. I mean, they even, like, poke fun at it themselves. What's the one where... They go back to the pilot? Yeah, they go back to the pilot. It's called Back to the Pilot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That episode rules just for the fact that it's, like, you can see how much or, like, what a budget does or, like, 
I don't know, just like technology has improved to the point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wild the difference. And, and then like, <clears throat> when did everything go widescreen? 2012? No, it was actually 06. 06? Yeah, dude. I was watching. Fuck. I was watching Will and Grace, and their last uh, two seasons are uh, a 16:9, full frame. That's wild. I know. I keep like, I keep having like a like for some reason like I'm like oh yeah the show looked great and then like I like throw it up on the 4K TV it's like in 480 4x3 dude oh there was <laughs> fucking um so back to Will and Grace I've just been binge watching TV I was sick for a couple weeks and like fucking the credits are out of focus oh no it's like so they they shot on film and they did this like the old school thing where you you do the credits on a black screen and then you composite out the black oh, and i'm like Fix it with AI, guys. Something. Give it a pass. So, like, because that shit is so hard to look at now. But it's like, where would the budget come from, right? Because, like, it's like, um, what was that show? Suits. Suits. It went on went on to Netflix, and it did, like, a billion views. Really? Yeah, for some reason. I can't remember, but, like, if there was, like, a weird thing, they Netflix probably would put something in a budget to fix something like that. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so Lost was shot on film and so when they did the blu-ray it's all widescreened and so it looks amazing still because it's shot on film <laughs> they can preserve it because film what what is it is it like 53k or something like that it's i've it's, heard it's 18 like i've yeah. heard 40 i've heard yeah. 70 like it's like whatever the natural resolution of film is it's better yeah, than and it's anything. like you can we can always preserve it whatever new technology comes out we can always upscale the film and so it's like i don't know some of these old shows though it's kind of hard to watch i feel like i'm not trying to be a fucking zoomer but there's sometimes i'm like damn i just can't get into it <laughs> yeah no so, sometimes it's literally easier to watch a like fully upscaled like 50s or 60s movie than it is to watch something that was shot in the 90s on shittio yeah i know especially those like digital cameras that they were using for like survivor oh mini dv like, oh, bro god, fuck like, mini DV. oh god it looks like shit i honestly like you have to like wait for your brain to adjust it's like do you remember when hd came out and everything looked like it was moving too smooth yeah <laughs> it fixed it it was like between 07 and 09 it was like a little buggy <laughs> it didn't i feel like 2012 they finally fixed it yeah it was yeah. it was just like i woke up one day and like television looked normal again i was like okay this is better or did we just adjust right yeah people wake up old wake tv's better <laughs> <laughs> i keep having this thought in my head that makes no sense i should get a landline telephone you could be one of those people who get what is it? You can connect your phone. Oh, uh, like oh, yeah, a little headset. <laughs> you it's can not, buy it like on Amazon. It's not because I miss the headset. It's because I want like I don't know the ten or fifteen people that need to reach me ever. Yeah, true. Can like reach me, but I don't like I. I didn't look at my phone for two hours while we watched Seven Psychopaths, and like fucking twenty two notifications. Oh, and they yeah, they same. were all relevant, and I'm like, this is too much. This is why I I got mad. It was like fucking. Yahoo Mail was like, "Hey, we miss you." I'm like, who the fuck? Why? Why is that programmed? Yeah, they just want me to open the app and look at it. It's like I don't need to open my app right now. Look, I'll open you Yahoo Mail once my blue shoe gets here, and it's in <laughs> Illinois right now. 
I just wanted to try it out again with it, the girlfriend. Oh, um, I also got bought lock and load. It's at the crib. Yeah, the, is that the fucking cum pill? It's the cum pills. <laughs> How many of those do you have to take a day? <laughs> it's eight pills. <laughs> no, it's nine. It's five in the morning at four night. That's fine. You're taking them all at once. Yeah. I, I I choose CBD like a motherfucker, dude. I've been taking like 250 milligrams a day probably. I need to. You got the good stuff too, right? Yeah. Because I got to get off of ibuprofen. Oh, it's yeah. So terrible fuck for fuck that shit. Yeah, man. Um, I'm also doing ibuprofen mixed with alcohol because I'm a psychopath and want to die. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff's pretty good. CBG flower. Okay. Um, also makes you piss like a racehorse. I piss like resources anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hold it in at work. Not work. I hold it in. See, I was I was wondering about that, man. Cause like I've I think I've made a biological decision. There's nothing wrong with me, but like I I go pee like fucking eight times a day, dude. Alright, so it can be different things. You're taking a lot of fluid. A ton, yeah, and a yeah, ton of vitamins. vitamins too, yeah. Right? So that's a factor. Um, so I have been trying to. I've lost 20 pounds, but like I go to work, I have a protein drink in the morning and then for my break, I have like my lunch break, I have a protein drink and an energy drink to get through the rest of the shift and I do feel better, but like I have to piss like all the fucking time at work and for the, I don't know, first two weeks, I thought there's only bathrooms at the front of the warehouse. Oh God. So I had to, t- it's a fucking three and a half minute fucking walk both ways just to piss. And if you have to go, oh man, it's <laughs> terrible. Dude, I fucking, I don't know, man. I've been just trying to. the back of the fucking store. No one told me. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally fucking 20 seconds away. <laughs> I, uh, I need a day job so we can get somewhere with all this shit we're doing. And, you know, I kind of want to go to Bali. Mm. I just want to do that. That sounds fun. It does, doesn't it? I've never really done. I've never done Europe. I've never done Asia. I kind of want to do it. Um, going on a trip to Tennessee in a couple months. Nice. Oh, where about? Oh man, my girlfriend really cannot listen to this episode. Yeah. I'm sorry if you do. I forgot. <laughs> Is it a surprise? I just we're at, in me... some place in Tennessee. Yeah. That we're going with um, Gino, the guy who's got all the equipment. And uh, her friend Katie. It's supposed to be fun. He's got family up there. They have like a fucking spare house, rich family, <laughs> you know? Right. And so we're just going to stay there and just like hang out in Tennessee. I think maybe go to a festival. Could be wrong. Dude, oh. Tennessee's fun, man. I It's one of those places where like you go and you buy something at a gas station. And then before you know it, you have three new friends and you've been at this gas station 20 minutes. Like way too long. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. No, we... We moved there for three months, but my mom grew up in Maine. So, like, she got, like, real accustomed to the Midwest. I guess south? I don't know. But we were playing at the church, and I was pushing my sister on the swing, and there's, like, this thing that's moving on the tree. I was like, what's that? And it turned out to be, like, a king snake. So it's, like, whoa, it's like 12 feet. It's fucking huge. And... um it was by my sister, and then my mom saw me, like, carry my sister away. And she's like, what's going on? And then she sees the huge, huge snake, and, like, she flips out. And we moved two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no. My dad had to, like, kill it with a shovel. The pastor's wife at the church was screaming. 
Like, oh my god, kill that fucking thing. <laughs> you know what's funny? I've I've seen some snakes killed in my time because I, I fucking lived in the south for a little bit. It's always with a shovel or a hoe. Yeah. It's literally, it's just you got to take the head off. It's so, it's a brutal thing. It's so funny. But like I don't know, you got you animals. Can't do the what is it fucking? What's he doing? And what master disguise? What does he do? Oh yeah, with the cobra, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's dude. We already talked about it, but the 9/11 thing is so funny. I had it. 9/11 in the turtle outfit. <laughs> Here's the thing: if I went to India and I saw all this culture and food and art, and I was like, "Wow, there's this is a whole new world for me." If I saw a guy playing music to a snake in a basket, that would be the only thing I remembered. I'm not oh, yeah. shocked. That's the stereotype. That's the coolest shit ever. It, it's dope. The it's, funny thing is, I watched Darjeeling Limited with my mom. Yeah whole time she's like oh disgusting country i would never be there and i was like whoa mom <laughs> mom she's like it's filthy there's nothing nobody cleans anything they like they cook food in their shit and i was like mom <laughs> mom chill out mom chill. And then she it's not brooklyn those, but then, then she showed me like those youtube videos and it's like indian people like walking out from the street and then like stepping on like dough to make <laughs> Or, oh, you see those videos of people, like, in India, and they're pouring drinks, and they're just, like, pouring it over their hand for, like, no discernible no reason. reason. Um, and I'm like, okay, maybe that's a thing. Um, I just don't want it to be I part just, of my <laughs> I just don't want it to be part of my life. I just have to admit my mom's a germaphobe. <laughs> Dude, do you remember that guy who tried to, he was, like, allergic to everything? So what he did is he, he went to India and walked around in people's waist. Oh. <gasps> And he, he, like, developed, like, a super immunity to, like, fucking so many things. Yeah. Like, Isn't there, like, that meme of the guy who, like, didn't bathe for, like, 80 years or, like, 50 years and then he bathed and he died or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, three weeks later, he fucking yeah, yeah. died. <laughs> he, caught, he caught, like, pneumonia. A real dude. <laughs> yeah. A re- tr- truly, like, I don't like showering. Which is weird because, like, I... I can't. I have to shower. It, it calms me down, man. It makes me happy. Dude, after, especially after working. I'm working around raw chicken. You think I'm bringing that into the bedroom? Fuck no. No, <laughs> no my, dude, um, sometimes my boyfriend comes home and he smells like Jimmy John's bread. That is confusing. That's weird. It is. Is it weird to have sex with the smell of Jimmy John's bread going? We shower. Yeah. It's like, I'm, you know, cause that's the thing. Well, one, fuck, you know. Fu- then it's like if you eat Jimmy John's, so you get horny. I see. That's the thing. I don't want to build an association. <laughs> I don't want to like need turkey in the room to get aroused. That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, that would suck. <laughs> man, I. This is this is why I, I'm a firm believer. A, a firm believer that uh, you should you should only jack off. When you have a naturally occurring boner. And when you do, when you do, you run out of whatever room you're in. I don't care if you're the president. You jack it off. Well, my problem is, I don't know. I got to go. (laughs) My girlfriend uh, thinks I need to get my T-levels tested. I told you about that. Yeah. No, I don't think you did. She's like concerned. She's like, like, you get um, aroused very easily and you can have sex for hours with your weight and all this stuff. She's like diagnosing me. She's like, I think your T-levels are high. I'm like, I don't think so. She's like, you jacked off five times with me and then you fucked me for two hours. I was like, I should probably get this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
I have the same affliction, right? <laughs> yeah. And and I got my T levels checked last year, and they were like, I don't know, it was in like the mid seven hundreds, which is like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still for me. My takeaway is like, I want to be at a thousand. Yeah. Like, like I just I want I wanted it to be higher. That's all it did for me. I know what well, she got upset because like I. We worked out together for a week, and it was just too much sex for her. <laughs> I put her out. I was like, oh, she's like, you're sore. I'm like, it, it goes away when I get horny. A hundred percent. I remember, like, um, it's it's been, like, a year since I've weightlifted, seriously, like, at all. But um, fucking the first few days at the gym, it's, like, my only fucking reprieve was sex. Like, And then immediately after sex, my calves would stop working. Yeah. <laughs> dude i'm so sore all the time and as soon as i get home i'm in bed i'm like what's up lady what's up? <laughs> hey what's going hey, on all thick thighs next to me what's going on pretty girl <laughs> she's like get the fuck away from me <laughs> i'm like she's like she used to like talk about like oh yeah i'm like a whore yeah like, not, not you more. fucked it out of her <laughs> i fucked it out of her. <laughs> I, her. I don't have a gigantic penis or anything you know but it's good and, um, you know, I don't know. She it's just like I, we had sex for nine hours and she's just been like, like weirded out by it. And like her friends yeah. didn't believe her. And then she like noted it one time we had sex and like how long we had sex for. And she's like, he's crazy. And she's like, I'm, like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> it's, it's just sex, man. Yeah, it's just sex. Um, oh, oh, man. I don't know. I, I know fapped myself for like a week. Just, just to get that fucking reset, yeah. That full reset, dude. It. That's a thick load, too. Yeah, yeah. The next few are thick, yeah. but like fucking, it. It did not change my endurance at all, but it made me like come wait, like now coming before thirty minutes is an option. Okay. You know what I mean? It. It's like depends on mood. So apparently, like, with the male body. So ejaculating doesn't mean orgasm. Word? Mm-hmm. So, which then I did not continue reading the article because it just, <laughs> like, puzzled me. I was like... Yeah. You had to go f- sit outside and think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that fucking... Uh, the meme of... Uh, what's that fucking... Narcos? <laughs> Pablo <laughs> just, like, looking at shit. Like, that's basically how I was because I was like... I guess, yeah, because sometimes I've ejaculated. I'm like, I'm still horny, or I didn't feel like I got off. Yeah. And it's like... Been there, uh, man. You know, mood setting and shit. So it's like... I guess that makes sense. You know, next episode, I'll do more research. Do you think those people that just, you know, they they have sex twice a week and they never think about their partner's needs, do you think they have it all figured out? I don't get that. In their head, I think they're very content. They have no... That's like the general population of guys. Yeah. But think about it. No cognitive dissonance. They just think sex is something fun they do, like golfing. Do we not understand it because we're not straight? That could be it. Because we're just bi. Yeah. Dude, and you know what? We're all about, you know, pleasure. I don't know. Dude, you know what? Being bi, I, I was really, like, in my feelings about it. Yeah. Because I, I was like, dude, it would be really nice to just be gay. Like, I was like, I'd even oh. take that as a downgrade. You know what I mean? It's like, but I love women. It's like literally every, no. it's just, I, I fought with it. I struggled with it. Women are still beautiful and I want to fuck them. It's, it's hard because it's like, I was trying to explain it to an ex one time where it's like, 
that like you see the beauty in everybody, but it's like I've always before it, it's not even sexual, but like when you see an attractive guy, you're like, oh wow, that guy's very handsome and like all this stuff, and it's like people have problems with just like admitting that thing. It's like what? Huh? Why does that bother you? No. I don't know. It's like I'm not that much smarter than a lot of people, <laughs> but like. I don't know why people get so people get very insecure about these thoughts. I I didn't realize like I don't know, I've had some life experiences where like they they've now granted me the insecurity that some people have lived their whole lives with and I'm like, "Oh, that's wow. what that feeling is." That that's why so it sometimes like I don't know, you'll just have a moment of of doubt and you'll be like, "Oh, that's how that other person lives their whole life." And it's so weird. And it's just, I can drop it, but it's like. I know. There's that, what's the saying? Everybody's a little bi, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, people say. I want, like, see, the problem is I can never know. You can never know. I can never know. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, that's the thought. And that's what the, the you know, people, extreme Christians who are like, all homosexuality is just preserve, pres- you know, just like sick, disgusting perverts. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's more of like, it's just fun having sex. Yeah. With everybody. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> and honestly, it's like, dude, I don't know. You and I both know it's like 80% how you sell yourself. Yeah. And it's, so it's like some some people, some dudes have a really good sales pitch. Like, honestly, when I see an attractive man, my first thought is nowhere near my first thought when I see an attractive woman. It's yeah. to- I don't know how it is for you, but, like, they do not process the same at all. No. Like, I have to be, like, charmed. Yeah, see, with, okay, so, like, I have a, a friend of a co- Like, my friend, she had worked at a place. She had this co-worker, attractive guy, 23, rough upbringing, all this stuff, right? Likes anime, but he's, ve- he's like, 6'1", attractive, when he's- talking to you about stuff he likes he's very it's like oh wow like you get interested <laughs> so then i find out that he's like messaging coworkers and telling them to like just blunt like hey what when's my schedule you have a nice ass by the way <laughs> and it's like whoa, whoa buddy you can't talk to women like that no and seriously like, where are you raised i foster (laughs) to be fair but like i'm just like damn do not a lot of guys know and then that's where Mm. you i it's where i kind of figured out the like incel culture stuff where it's like this is like hate for everything with like i don't know just i don't know if it's a confidence thing they didn't have the tool well for some of them it is and i think a lot of it comes down to they don't have the tools and and they didn't have anyone to give them false confidence, which is how you stumble your way into your first few relationships. I know, but it's like these guys listen to like Ben Shapiro, yeah, for relationship advice. But I, like, no, not to be, yeah, not to be political, but, but like, to be fair to Ben Shapiro, like he courted his wife and then married her within like a year of knowing her, mm. or it's like very short time, like six months. Wow! And the, the, so they got married and they were both virgins. So it's like. I would not take like dating or like self discovery through like a Ben Shapiro. No, but no, a lot of these that's... guys do, and then that, that's where you get like the Andrew Tate arc, where they're like kind of sick of that stuff, and so they go into like banging a bunch of women at once, but they never can get women because they're not they don't know how to talk. They just think like I have a buddy who literally just talks like 
oh, women are dogs and they should like just clean up after you and stuff. I'm like, I mean, you're going to find one woman out of 99 who's like okay with that, but it's because she's attracted to you and likes you. Yeah. It's nothing to do with the words you are saying. It's like so stupid. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, women, women are these great things in your life. I mean, they make your life easier if it's the right person. And it's like, but like if you just walk in and expect shit because you exist, it's like I'll, I'll, women do this too. Um, they expect, some women expect you to be sexually aroused because they're there. And it's like, no, 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 like, it's like, I, so if you're a guy, you can't really expect women to fucking fall all over you if you're not interesting, funny, good looking, like you literally have to pick like two of the three. You don't even have to be good looking. If you just like can talk and like you're actually passionate about something. Yeah, be sweet. Like not everyone is shallow as fuck, dude. Like, no, truly, truly not. No, most women that I've, I'm not. Guess I'm a good example. It's just that, like, if you know how to talk, like, especially, like, the first message to, like, a lot of women does mean a lot. So it's, like, I didn't believe this for a while, but, like, you know, I've been with someone for a few weeks, and they show me their Tinder. And it was, like, it's, like, in the 80% of guys are just saying, you have nice tits. Like, as the opening line. Whoa. Whoa. Dude. That's terrible. You are not getting enough matches to volume shoot like that. And that's, like, hinges probably better than tinder for actually like trying to find some type of thing in my experience it, it puts enough out there where it's like you like they like this this and this and this just open up be like oh hey i like that movie oh hey i've been to that place it's a good place like bring up a conversation like that most of the time you can get a date yeah within the first like 30 minutes of talking seriously no set up a time to meet within like half an hour because it's oh, like yeah. if you talk to somebody for three weeks like i've been talking to somebody for a few weeks um they're boning other people. They're boning other people. <laughs> Guy or girl. <laughs> 100%. And it's like you you need to enter their life. If in, I don't know if you want them, if you want them in a serious way. I guess it's, we should we should probably do a dating show at some point. Uh, probably. I don't know. It's it's I'm weird. In, yeah. That we uh we tried to do that once, but we picked such a terrible title. Everyone got confused as to what the premise of the show was. Incel etiquette. Oh yeah, yeah, canceled. But um, <laughs> it was originally going to be like dating advice for uh, incels, and everyone just thought we were like taking a stand as incels, even though we're like, yeah, 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 we're not. <laughs> you could rebrand the show, right? I don't know. I just want it to be dead. We're doing so much cooler shit now. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm, fuck. Oh yeah, next uh, paycheck. I'm doing the. We're gonna start up that sex post-sex podcast with my yeah. girlfriend yeah yeah because she's uh um, you better wash your hands if you're gonna use the mixer listen no <laughs> we're i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it 2015 style two yetis and just the fucking macbook <laughs> hell yeah the way god intended yeah. i'll show you how to make a uh custom media output so both mics will run on one input oh cool yeah oh, i'll see yeah because um i don't know i think it'd be fun Cause like we're growing in our relationship and it'd be fun. Cause like we both feel bad for people, especially like friend groups where it's like, you see a bad couple in your friend group and it's like, you don't know how to help, but it's like they do every toxic trait. Like instead of talking to your partner about something, 
you're going to lead, like do an example of what they're doing to get back at them, but that never works out. No. <laughs> it just sucks. It's then it's just two shitty people in a relationship yeah. <laughs> with no, with no way out. It's like, you know, it's, I don't know, man. Like it's so much easier to just, I don't know. See, I'm in a relationship where we don't fight. Yeah, I know. Like, and like, we've had like two fights. And then, like, we both kind of feel like shit for it because we're just not communicating properly. And that yeah. was the issue from the beginning of the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah from before it even started. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I almost want to make up something to fight about just because it feels like it's time. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's been, like, a we, while. We need to challenge the relationship. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Is it maybe because you don't see, like... So, like, me and my girlfriend probably see each other, like, maybe four to five times a week. No, we do. You do also? Yeah. All day? Uh, From about, I don't, like, yeah. yeah most, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's 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 kind of it's it's kind of shocking just because they live a little bit of a ways away, but uh, okay. it's yeah no they make that drive like when they get off work and they show up at like fucking eleven and we hang out until two or three in the morning. Pass out, yeah. It's yeah. so nice, dude. Fuck all this single culture shit. <laughs> it's so it's so stupid. It's so gay. I'm like, oh wait, you don't want to like squeeze a titty before you pass out? Like, what are you doing? You well, don't want to fucking hold somebody. It's oh oh dude, what if you could just like juggle like five women who ha- all have their own problems? Wouldn't that be great? Listen, <laughs> I watched that Mormon documentary. Yeah, about that guy. Oh, it was I don't know whatever. What's the was one sister what's the wives? group of Mormons? FLDS. Yeah, so they believe in monogamy. No polygamy. No, polygamy. Sorry, yeah, monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that guy, he like took over once his dad died and then he was just like banging 16 year old brides and stuff and then he went to to prison and then he was like i'm sorry and then he's like never mind i was lying i'm not sorry like, yeah he's still just running the church from prison i like came into my girlfriend and her mom watching it so i just like sat down finished watching it with them i was like what's going on you know how i found that documentary there's this girl i went on a I went on a date with her at a bar like just a first date at a bar she was She's a little older. She's like 33, which is like prime. That is I love my 30-year-old women. It's <laughs> it's about as it's about as old as I I will shoot. But she was I don't know, she was cute. She's really cute. Um so we go to this fucking uh bar, we hang out. She is like drunk and I'm like I don't have sex with drunk people cuz guess what? I don't like being in jail. It's also like I don't know. That's fun if the your other partner is like super drunk. Yeah, and it's like I've had a Bud Light. Yeah. Um. So we go to my house to like literally like listen to true crime podcasts and like fun vibe. And fall asleep. It was interesting. Um. But at some point, like she's she's asleep, and uh, We're on an I LA I now. I stumble into this fucking documentary about the FLDS, and I just stay up and watch it. And then she wakes up and we watch a couple episodes and she leaves. And uh, we never went on a second date. It was just one of those really weird nights you have in your 20s. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I banged uh, 60-year-olds for a couple of years. <laughs> that's insane. That's, that's insane. You were really young when you were doing that. Yeah, I was 22. <laughs> that's, um, Dude, I had this one lady um, basically be like, 
be awkward because you could be like one of my son's friends. I was like, oh, <laughs> neat. Right. But um, um, that the Mormon stuff is so weird. But like, I don't know. I, awkward dates happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I went on a uh, before I got into what I'm in now. I went on this date with a, like a really nice, like professional, like woman. It was a completely fine date. And then it was, I think she Jerry Seinfeld me or George Costanza me, yeah. where you, you zoom in on one completely insignificant thing. Yeah, she had already made her decision. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's another thing. Just leave. I leave yeah. dates. when I'm If I made up my mind during the date, I leave. Low-key, Ron DeSantis had the, the good move, which what? is like he purposely mispronounced thigh or tie. Yeah. And so then if they corrected him, then he would just leave the date. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want a woman correcting him. That's not the angle to go for. But if you're not enjoying the date, don't fucking stick around. Yeah, I Just be like, hey, I'm gonna get the tab. See you later. And honestly, it's a good standard to set for yourself because I don't know. It helps you know when things are going well. Because like I walked out on three dates before, like like half an hour in, stood up, left, like pay the check, leave. You know, you can pay the check while you're leaving the restaurant. You, yeah, can, you just, can just go up to the hostess <laughs> and just be like, "Hey, I want to pay and leave." Um, it's awkward for yeah. ten seconds, and then you're in your car listening to music you like and already forgetting what their face looks like. Yeah. Ah, oh, God, I don't miss dating. Now, dating, um, dating for me was like boring. I don't yeah. know. I just didn't find anybody that interesting, and I think that was an issue I was like having. It's just like. But it's weird because the person I'm dating now, I've technically known for like 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah. And what happened was is that we were both like, eh, horny, horny. Yeah. And then it just kind of blossomed and out of And then it was just like, wow, hey. And then it's like, I would show her a movie and then she'd show me a movie or a show. And we just started just hanging around and we're like, are we dating? <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, like, uh, some of my best relationships are I start hanging out with somebody and then it's just like after three weeks they just kind of stop leaving my house. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of nice. Yeah, like I was I was in talks. Like I was talking to a, a person who's transitioning mm. before the person and um, I don't know. They just sent some weird messages that I was like, oh, okay, you're not, you're not doing good right now. I just wish them the best of their luck because I was like cannot tell me this <laughs> we're not even dating and you're sharing some very wild things about yourself <laughs> there was there was a, a girl I, I went on a couple of dates with right and this is like r- right before i found something really really good um it it might have been the push i needed to stop dating we were walking through a park and it was beautiful out she looked great and we're holding hands and she said yeah I want to kill myself, but after I have kids. And and that was absolutely one of the most sickening things I've ever heard someone say. A hundred percent. And I, I shut you it. You ruined the moment. <laughs> I shut it down so hard. And then, uh, I kind of, you know, I wrapped up as quick as I could. And believe it or not, this isn't one of the dates I, like, stormed off of. I, I hadn't developed that technique yet. Because <laughs> you don't want them to kill themselves. Literally, Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm s- I'm a coward. If I think you'll do it, I'll stay for at least three months. I mean, God damn it! Like, gotta figure out. Gotta figure out my exit plan. Is 
Then you got to get her f- mom's number and message her. <laughs> like, hey, can you just look out for Christy this week? I'm leaving, and I know it's going to be bad. <laughs> God. It's honestly, man, like, I'm I'm worried that, like, in my 30s. Because that's what I was I, – I thought women would calm down. Like, like it was like, oh, it's like male angst. Like, I know a lot of dudes used to, like, break into people's houses or start yeah. fires in their early 20s. And now they're – normal and it's like scary it's like i'm it's a testosterone drop off for some guys it's maturity i guess yeah yeah it could be but like some something about women where it's like if you're the kind of chick to light something on fire when you're 20 you're the kind to do it at 35 yeah like uh dude uh my uh my ex's mom she uh shot her own car with her boyfriend's gun to get her boyfriend jail time with her kids in the house. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that nuts? It's too scary. <laughs> and it's like, that's just a lady yeah. who's out there. Um, Ruining some guy's life right now. <laughs> oh, dude, no, that was knowing that. And then having her parked outside of my house for a few hours that week we broke up was concerning. Oh, scary. Dude, she literally, like, f- like followed me down the street. I had to do, like, like several, like, U-turns. And oh, I, yeah. I just shake a tail. I'm this is like, why I don't like dating. I'm like a pat, like, well, I don't know. If I guess I get pushed into violence, I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. But, like, yeah. it's just a bad look no matter what. Like, I've told this story before, but, like, my ex is, like, blackout drunk, and she's trying to drive, and I'm, like, pulling her out of the car. And she's screaming help. And some guy in the balcony is like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Don't hurt her. I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. And then she still hit me with her car, uh, cracked two ribs. But, you know, like, it's like, I don't know. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> Leave. Leave and don't call the police. Just just walk away. You're like, that was a fun ride. Like, there, there's some moment, like, you just, you just need to accept. There's going to be a handful of people where you might play a hand in like the worst day of their life or um, like, Oh, they're going to, Oh, they're going to hurt themselves. Cause you did something or you did something that they didn't like tough shit for them, dude. It's not your fault. Yeah. Like I, I talked to a guy who was in Virginia who he was like all chill and everything. And then like lived with his sister, which I'm like, that's not too weird. Not, okay. not too yeah. weird. And then it was a, uh, I don't work right now. I'm like, okay. And then it was like, got drunk, and it told me that if the voices don't stop, he's going to have to punch out a wall. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Why did you call me at 2 in the morning to tell me that? It's like, <laughs> he's like like frantically crying like in a like a, a serial killer, killer drama. Yeah. And I was like, dude, chill out, bro. <laughs> like, bro. Like, there's some help. <laughs> like, go... <laughs> If you're really freaked out and like worried you're going to do something, we have a dazzling array of drugs that they'll just give you so you don't do it. I think like a lot of people just like aren't on healthcare. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, yeah, it's no. Depressing. It's I think it's something like I mean, back in the Obama years it was like it was literally like 40% of Americans didn't have healthcare. Which is like insane. <laughs> it's like there there was like a contingent of American thought that was like uh or current of American thought, where it's like insurance is a scam. Yeah. And it's categorically is not. If you have a single health issue, insurance is worth it. Yeah, a lot of stuff is just 
like free pills. Like I didn't realize that like growing up. And then like as an adult, when I didn't have insurance for like two years, I had to go get like a prescription for these pills. And I had to dig on RX to get a fucking coupon just to make it half the price. They're trying to get like, I think it was like $350 for the prescription. Yeah. And I had to fill out too. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I was for the generic, but I had to like figure out a way to get it down to like 150 And I was like, damn. Dude, do you remember? Insurance would have just paid it. <laughs> yeah. There was a period of time where insurance did not cover Vivance I was on in like high school. And it's like if Vivance like w- without insurance is like four hundred and thirty dollars. Damn. Yeah, I'm so happy I'm not on prescription speed anymore. <laughs> like my girlfriend just got back on it. I. She has legit ADHD. I mean, so do I. But like, m- there, my uh, family was like, "We like you more <laughs> now that you don't take it." That was weird. That's weird. That's actually not appropriate to say. It's a massively inappropriate thing to say. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, I've only been off of it a day. <laughs> Whatever's different is in your head. You're seeing me weak right now, and that's what you like. My family it's... let me know my drinking was out of control <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy you don't drink so much, man. Yeah, mm. I mean, I just drank three Arnold Palmers, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't drink liquor no more. That's I don't drink liquor no more. Uh, my uh, my mom thought I was drunk, but I was just super hot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh yeah, the fucking show, you know. I I hate to say it, I think I might be one of those guys that like uh, weed just makes their their life better. Which I don't know. I I don't know. I I think I might. I, I took like a couple weeks of sobriety. Yeah, it really confused me. I got some clarity for a few days, and I was like, you know what? I think that there was nothing wrong with being stoned all the time. It sure as fuck beat this. Yeah. I just don't understand being stoned at work. I can't do this. Yeah? I I I worked with people. We built fences, and those people would be fucking just hitting wax. Fucking two point, like what, half a gram sometimes? Jesus Christ. And fucking then working, and they're just I'm like, how you doing a straight line there? And then they try to they like peer pressure you into fucking smoking. I'm like, I don't want to fucking smoke. I want to focus on the job, motherfucker. I just want to. There's get some out of people. Here. It's like they can do it. I can't. I'm. I can't. It's you have to smoke so much weed that it doesn't affect your baseline to smoke more weed. Yeah. Like, but like people that do half gram dabs, they're getting trashed. No matter what, oh, man. Yeah. And it's like, that would be uncomfortable for me. It's like, I, uh, but dude, I don't think I'll ever smoke diamonds again, like straight diamonds. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because I, w- I was dabbing that over the summer, and the withdrawals I had from fucking pot over the last two weeks were insane, dude. Oh, yeah, and like all that, I mean, it's been known-ish, but the 20-year study that came out. What was that? A few months ago that was like, it is connected to like bringing out like if you have schizophrenia in your family, yeah, uh, and you're doing pot, it can bring it out. Which it's, I'm like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> that <does> suck. <laughs> but I mean, of course, there's gonna be negatives to weed. Um, it's just they're not as bad as the ones you know the tropes from the '60s. Yeah, yeah but it's like there is some bad medical stuff. Can you die off of weed? Probably. Right? So we'll get a there. Large amounts. Like, yeah, we'll figure out a way. <laughs> but like. 
when I'm driving high, I don't like driving. <laughs> 30 <laughs> miles an hour feels like 60 to me. So it's like I am way too aware when I'm high driving, and I'm just like, I just want to get home. <laughs> when you're drunk, it's like you don't even know what's going on. So it's like I, I still feel like alcohol is way worse for you medically in any way. But, like, I don't know. There's an argument to be made. If it brings out schizophrenia, it's bad. But, like, eh, compared yeah. to what? The, how many people die a year from drunk driving? Right. And then it's like the statistic of people who died from drunk drivers. It's like that's that. I think it's like there's no way people are killing people on pot. No, no, man. It's like it, I've uh, I've had a bad time driving on weed before. And I just pulled over and I freaked out for two hours like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah, two hours two hours is good i feel normal i've been okay is that cbd if there's too much cbd is that because like i've been i've had some pot where i'm like oh i feel fine and then it's like when there's like i think it's with a bunch of cbd in it i'm like ooh, like a little groggy more yes a yeah. cbd will make you uh groggy it, like it makes me tired like i have to i have to fight off a nap when i take it for sure um but i think you can balance that out with a celsius or a coffee yeah, yeah. I can't drink caffeine, man. I just like there's certain things, and I think this is why weed wasn't working for me for a little bit. Um, it narrows your focus, and so does caffeine. So, like, if you're ruminating on anxiety, like especially or driving anxieties, yeah. like you will just focus in on that anxiety, and it's not gonna change until you <laughs> drastically change the room you're in or what you're yeah. doing, and uh. Honestly, this is this is why I wish I lived within walking distance of a gym. I know. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you're in a weird area for a gym. It's it's like a 15 minute drive for you, right? Yeah, yeah. anywhere. Yeah, but uh, like, what's funny? I live in a weird area for anything. Like, yeah, food too, right? It's everything's like anything good. Well, anything good is about eight to ten minutes away, man. Yeah, you're right. Unless I want to go eat McDonald's. Twelve minutes really good. Holy shit! It, it, in theory, it's not that far, but it's kind of. It's a... There are some days where I'm like, "Fuck it, ramen." <laughs> like seriously, it's just like. I I much prefer fucking eating out, dude. Oh fuck, dude! I'll bring over one of those uh, pre-made meals. Like, I <laughs> oh yeah, you. hell yeah, man! I, it's uh, I don't know, man. Like, some David Lynch said something about cooking in your house being like fucking, like it's just kind of gross, and it's like a little bit, yeah, man. It's like there's grease on shit. There's, I mean, yeah. you, you clean it up, but it's like, here's the thing. Your kitchen is never clean. I hate that. It's like the, oh, you just cleaned your entire kitchen? Cool, go use it. I know. It's it's about what type of meals you make, though, but it's like, you know, like salad gets boring. <laughs> yeah. The texture, is, I'm a big texture, especially with eating. I don't know, but now, I mean, I'm literally, my meals are two protein drinks a day and then a meal at the end of the day. <laughs> I've I've been one mealing it uh, just because when I got off pot, my appetite got so fucked, I, I couldn't eat. So, like, I could maybe get down 500 calories a day for, like, a week. Oh, shit. It was really bad. Um, and this, this isn't, and I was trying to, like, figure it out, too. <laughs> it took me a solid week before I Googled um, pot withdrawal symptoms. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is a throwback from college. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, sweating and changing appetite. That explains everything that has me feeling shitty right now. Yeah. Fuck pot. Also, 
smoking pot again with me. I'm regular, daily guy again at night. I don't like smoking pot at night, but like it's such a problem because I'm like, okay, I had a meal, and then the fat guy comes back out because it's like as soon as you smoking pot in bed, it's like you know go good. Goldfish crackers and ice cream. <laughs> like the brain is like being like, let's just be a complete lard again, brother. <laughs> and I'm like, Dude. no. Fighting the hunger is like, I'm like, please fall asleep sooner. <laughs> they sell this stuff called the Curb at CBD American Shaman, and uh, it's got it's literally like water with a, these uh, terpenes in it, and uh, it's the terpenes that kill hunger. Yeah. So like, excuse me. Apparently. You're supposed to just take it like 30 minutes before you smoke pot. I don't know why they tell people that. Stoners aren't about to wait to smoke to do anything. No. At all. Ever. It's They're like when Cowley people, smokers now. Seriously. And it's, well, it's like, it's like the, when that mango thing came out, I was, I was a Towley smoker and, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, so just eat mangoes, wait two and a half hours and then you'll get super high. And I'm like, or I could get super high right now watching this YouTube video. Like shit. Um, we just we just did an hour and five. I was gonna say I was I was thinking it was near over an hour. Yeah, this the episode. This is the buddies talk episode. Yeah, man. Fun. How do I end it? How do we end it? Let's see. I guess we have some stuff. I guess we can I plug. Toot, toot. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save uh, that for Emmett. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to shoot. Uh, the new episode of American Death Camp. If you haven't checked out that show yet, please check it out. It's really good. Yeah, it's fucking fun, man. Uh, we're gonna have a big episode this week. Emmett's gonna make me probably watch like war footage. I've, oh god, for American Death Camp. Mm. Oh, yes. Um, I imagine I'll be covering something about the conflict just because. Uh, we're not saying which one. Though. Yeah, I, ref- I refuse to. <laughs> uh, but. He's like he's like a he's like our pop culture roundup guy, and there's probably yeah. nothing bigger in pop culture right now, unless. Uh, no, I know this because the the most the news source I go to is Philip DeFranco because like I don't I want to know the five things that happened today, but I don't want to watch the news. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like I'll just watch a Philly D video. Does it suck? Yeah, but eh, at least I know what's going on. Honestly, I wouldn't mind being informed without like massive fucking side spin. I know it's like fifteen minute video. Like, Does oh. is, is that what he does now? Fifteen yeah, minutes? Yeah, ten to twenty, like depending on like the news coverage for the day. And I'm like, that's all I need. <laughs> it's like ten to twenty minutes of fucking news, and I know what's going on. <laughs> I need, you know, I need a fucking new hobby, oh. dude. I spend fucking. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should get my fucking work situation figured out. But oh yeah, it's like if I spend another fucking afternoon waiting for a phone to ring, I'm like. I'm gonna start like beekeeping or something. Yeah, It'd be fun. No, I wouldn't. But uh, <laughs> in my suburban neighborhood, I know it's just like every. What's the? It's like the main solution. I know it's it's like just lift uh, lift weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, li- lift weights and uh, I don't know. Go working so much though. I'm doing forty hours. It's really hard to get the energy to go work out because it's like if I work out too hard before a shift, it's like oh. That day sucks. If I I have no energy to work out after shift, also, so also get off at ten p.m. So, well, I guess I mean I guess it's all about your fucking goals, right? Like, there's uh, you know, you should talk to Emmett. Emmett's uh really big into uh, losing weight through weightlifting and not cardio. 
He's like a full on like cardio skeptic. He's like cardio is bad for your heart. <laughs> like a hundred percent. He's like cardio is bad for your heart. Okay. And I'm like word. And then he'll he'll show some stuff, and it's like you could probably develop a workout plan where you're not working anything out to muscle failure. Um, you're just like working out, or and then not being too tired to go to work. Yeah. I mean, but then you might like just wind up working one muscle group. That's what I'm imagining. Like you just get really huge shoulders cause you don't use your shoulders at work or something. Yeah. So it's the only thing you're working out. It's weird. Cause like I do like rotisseries. So I'm like always doing this motion of like loading them into the machine. So it's like, I feel like I'm lifting weights. And so, so I, I, I don't know if they're heavy. <laughs> I'm guessing it's gotta be maybe 30 pounds. Yeah. But like a girl I work with, it's like, Oh, they're so heavy. Aren't they? Like, do some push-ups. I'm like, man, I don't think they're that have heavy. You, have you ever had like a real like sedentary couple of weeks and then like done something physical and you're like, still got it? Yeah. Yeah, that's I. Yesterday, yesterday I got down and I just like did push-ups. I'm like, I thanks, I needed this. It was funny because like we he said we had been recording for an hour. I'm like, my girlfriend just started texting me a bunch. So I sent her a picture of what we're doing. She's like. It kind of reminds me of that porn where she auditions on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a little long, it's but a it's little a, long. It's not no. a black couch though. No, no, it's no. a more fancier couch. That other yeah. couch is like a Walmart leather couch. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Walmart leather. <laughs> you know what's so funny is like I wonder what other businesses are in that business park. Yeah, because it's just in a business park. Yeah, I hope it's other Office porn. Space. It's probably. Like, ugh. It has to be other porn, right? Right. I don't know how that industry works. I gotta watch some docs, dude. I watched those those porn documentaries go two ways. One, they either make you really disgusted and you're like, you're like, oh god, I you're like concerned, or it's like we're a big family. It's like boogie nights, but without any of the um, bad shit. It's like so it's, there's no probably there's probably there's a, a lie. There's probably a couple good ones. There, uh, I think Kink has has a documentary. Mm. I've I've seen some extended interview with the dude that owns Kink or the lady that owns Kink and they're like walking through their weird warehouse that like goes underground and fucking It's wild. Yeah, it's they have it's cool for a porn company to have a creepy brick building. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a porn company, it would be <laughs> No <laughs> <laughs> out of an abandoned church. <laughs> You know what? Maybe we're in the wrong business. Do you, uh, you know, we would make way more money if we were a porn network. That's such a bad idea. I, I can't weird. do that shit, dude. I would never touch that shit ever. No. Like, also, it's like I don't know. I'm feeling too. Sometimes it's like throwing up a porno. It's like if it's too high produced, it's like a turn off sometimes. <laughs> like you, you like that amateur feel? Semi amateur. Like yeah. sometimes I'm I'm watching a porn from '09. I'm like I'm at home. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> feels right. Right, it's on a shittier camera. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like they're fucking shooting porn on a fucking red camera. <laughs> it's like this is too clean. And you know what? What it's else a happened for four K porn? We you know what's crazy. All of the uh, the I don't know. I like to call them like unlockable characters of porn. The girls you only see in the ads. Yeah. Those vi- those videos are very easy to find now. Oh yeah. You know what I'm. Well, it's just like you, you see the same like blonde chick smiling for like five years. What happened? Okay, it's like those gifts, and it's like we should probably say that, but like there's 
it's like kind of creepy. It's like they make it for no audio. It's kind of TikTok-y, and it's like, uh, like speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down, and it's like, I don't know, like, and then you actually watch the video, and it's just regular porn. So it's like, <laughs> what is this? And then there's like TikTok porn, which is like just like filming porn through like TikTok style. Uh, I was going through a deep dive. Me and my and my girlfriend were just like, what is this? <laughs> There's all this like streamer girl porn now. It's like, oh, I'm a Twitch streamer. I'm getting now fucked during my stream. It's like, what is this genre now? Oh my god. Well, and it's like, they just all do the same like face and makeup. It's yeah, I know. They all look like that fucking Belle Delphine, man. Yeah. Who is an irrelevant person whose voice I've never heard before. Never heard her voice. I've only seen pictures of her going. <laughs> like, is that attractive? No, no. It's actually it's a huge turnoff when like yeah. when uh I don't know women do that. Uh, oh, go- gooming, not gooming. Uh, gooning, gooning the extended yeah. masturbation shit. Yeah, it's like the fucking goon for me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all the words dude, anymore. Dude, I'm fucking getting old, dude. That's uh, I don't I don't think uh anyone should be jacking off for five hours. I don't know how. Ugh. Well, would you just? I you you power. Well. I think you just power through the limp times. Ten, fifteen minutes max. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great episode. Check out American Death Camp. Uh, check out the Couch Philosopher, uh, Duh Heads, all the other great programming on Kill Podcasters Network. Yep. Um, you can find Tanner. Yep. You can find Seth. You at can... uh, Dare Holland Trip. Oh yeah, and uh, we just partnered with uh, Nope Productions. Uh, they're our in-house video guys now. Sweet. Check them out. We they have got s- big cocks. They got huge, huge old dicks. <laughs> huge old wieners. Dude. Huge old doodads. Return of my ass. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, <laughs> it's the return. Of my- <laughs> I want. You know what's so uh, fucking Izzy was texting me about that bit. Did he fucking text you about no. that? He he texted me. He was like, "Dude, this return of my ass bit is killing me." He texted me that like two <laughs> days ago. And so I put the song on "Return of the Mac." It just kicks ass. Yeah. Shout <laughs> out to know Mark. that I am gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my silly god silly bits welcome back <laughs> welcome back silly bit dude i oh man i wanted to come in with like some some bits and just like force them and pretend pretend i didn't write them I'll, like I'll just nick nolan writing them down. i just think about them in the car alone it, pretty much everything that that like doesn't work for a sketch or stand up but is still funny yeah it's like that's it's getting jotted down now just because yeah. i'm like i want i want this show to have more jokes yeah just silly shit. That's yeah. all I, I love. It's weird because I, I don't know why. For some reason, I had on the TV. I just hovered over. I think I added it to the list. You did. There will be blood. <laughs> just out of reflex. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Um, man. Oh, yeah, because it's Paramount Vintage. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the production company. 2007 Vintage. Yeah. Are we vintage? Holy shit. Yeah, we're over 25 years old. Shit. Shit. All right, well, this is Vintage Tanner signing off. (laughs) See you, wieners. See you, wieners. (laughs)